There is there is some mystery to where where a great how a great song comes out. You know, I think the mystery is a good thing. Yeah, it's like we all like a bit of mysteries about you know our favorite songs and where do they come from. That's Tommy Moore. This is from the maker to the maid. listening to from the maker to the maid podcast hey everyone you're very welcome back to the podcast my name is barry power i'm a musician songwriter wannabe maker of things thanks to everybody who's been listening commenting subscribing so far it really means a lot From the Maker to the Maid is my podcast. Every week I sit down with artists and creative types and try and delve into their own personal process and explore a little bit of what it means to be a working creative in the modern world with them. On the show this week is Tommy Moore. Tommy is a songwriter, a composer, a virtuoso bass player. He's performed with a veritable who's who of the Irish music scene from Declan Rourke to Julie Feeney, Cathy Davey and the Buka Brass Band to name a few. Tommy's songwriting and compositions are showcased with his band Haiku, heavily influenced by West African music, jazz, funk and soul. He recently moved to Spain to explore more of the cultural life as an artist. In the episode, we spoke about the mysteries of songwriting, the trusted opinions of others, the fearlessness of writing when you're younger and what it takes to get your work done. As usual, all of the relevant links are all included in the show notes, so check them out and also visit barrypowermusic.com. Sign up for my mailing list and get my ebook where I choose to shine a light. If you'd like to be a guest or you know somebody who might be interested in talking about their experience as a creative maker of things, send me an email from the maker to the maid at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. If you've been enjoying the podcast or you know somebody who might like it, please share it around. Comment, subscribe, all that usual good stuff. And also, if you are feeling especially generous, a positive review on iTunes really helps with the overall visibility of the podcast so it doesn't disappear into the large Raiders of the Lost Ark style vaults. So yeah, positive review on iTunes. Do it. Check out the show notes. Have a great week. And thanks again for listening. Here is Tommy Moore. See you next week. Tommy Moore, you're very welcome to... From the Maker to the Maid podcast, how are you doing, man? I'm doing very, very well. Yeah, you're over in Spain at the moment? I'm over in Spain, yeah. It's not so sunny here at the minute, which is really nice because it was like unbearably hot for July and August. So it's nice. It's nice, man. It's raining. It's, yeah, it's, it's like nice in the rain. I, I can still wear my shorts, but it's not like, you know, just crippling. Don't want to leave my house. Because, uh, yeah, it's, it's. I thought it was going to be really fine with the heat because I grew up uh, in a hot country when I was a kid, but it was never this hot. Okay, so speaking of uh, how you grew up, can you tell us a little bit about your background in uh, how you got into music? And yeah. uh, specifically, I've been trying to phrase this question in the right way, um, but I'm looking for um, what would it, do you remember a time where you would have taken ownership of music for yourself so it was something more than 
say, you know, I have to go to lessons or when it actually kind of started to, to speak to you and you could use it yourself in a, in a certain way? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, I started, I, mean, I was playing music since I was like five or something. Or I'd play in the recorder and clarinet and like I was pretty heavily into them, you know, I really liked them. Like uh, learning tunes and stuff by ear, but it was when I was 13, I, I picked up the bass. And my brother was in a band and his band rehearsed down the end of uh, our garden in a shed. So I was like listening to them and like going to their gigs and he was trying to, you know, get me to play guitar. And I just, I don't know, it just did nothing for me. And then one day I was like sitting, sitting, uh, painting Warhammer or something. And uh, If by the Blue Tones came on, he, he was learning it for his band. And it has this amazing bass line. I was like, oh man, what's that? What's that? He's like, oh, that's the, what do you mean? I was like, what's, the, what's that thing? What's that sound? He's like, oh, that's the bass. I was like, oh wow, man, that's cool. And uh, the bass player in the band, in his band, was like, he was a great guy, and he, and he was a real inspiration. So I started playing bass with him. And, like, it was kind of, before I even bought a bass, I was, like, hanging out with him, and we were, like, coming up with stuff, you know? Like, writing, I'd be sitting there, and like, you know, writing riffs. Uh, and that was, it was, like, straight away, when I, like, even first played his bass, I felt that something was, like, really, you know, it was something was really happening. And yeah, it spoke to you in a way. Yeah, like completely. You know, I I was very lucky because he was he was he was it was like he was like my bass mentor. You know, I idolized him, and he was like giving me like you know Jacob Storius CD when I was like eleven, listening to it and and just you know let me play his bass and just like fooling around. So by the time I got a bass when I was thirteen, uh, like I had one lesson with my brother. It was like for all the cows. Uh, by the Foo Fighters, and like you know, I just started playing that bassline, man, and it was just like the coolest thing in the whole world. It was just yeah. Like so, so you didn't really come from it from like a lessons point of view. It it was kind of more of a natural. Oh yeah, adapting yeah, yeah. of yeah. I'm yeah. No, there was. I mean, I had the one lesson with my brother. He showed me how to play that, and I'd had loads of lessons on the clarinet, and I was in town band and. Yeah, I never. I mean, uh, lessons were fine. You know, I really liked the clarinet, but no, it came. It came very from a natural, natural place. Just like, yeah, this is this is the bass. You know, I was like within a couple of months. You know, I, I had my first band, and we were like writing songs and stuff. You know, so I don't know. It, it happened very quickly. It was it was amazing. Yeah, and did this did the songwriting come easy? Then was it like something that's <laughs> like I can just try this? This is totally, this is totally yeah, fine. yeah. It, it was, it was. I mean, it, there wasn't even a thought to it, you know. It was just like, yeah, we're writing songs, you know. And uh, one of the guys in the band was like, he came in with songs, and it was just like, yeah, yeah, we're writing songs, you know. It wasn't like, how do you write songs? We were playing covers for sure, and we thought we were like, you know, kings of the world playing playing the covers, but we were also from the like the the get go writing songs there was you know it was never a i mean i can't really remember but there was never like oh can we write songs or are these songs good it's just like these songs are amazing we're amazing yeah you, know, you just went for it like yeah no, uh, it's kids you know man it's like the beauty of uh the beauty of youth you know fearlessness or yeah i mean there was never uh, i've never thought about it until now to be honest but no there was no there was no uh hesitation and um like, did you did you carry on that feeling up to now? Do you still have a, a fearlessness in, in your writing? 
or is it is it yeah. more uh, is it harder no. oh it's much harder everything is much harder uh the fearlessness i mean yeah <clears throat> i've got it back uh more so in some ways recently like uh, like i moved to spain at the, the start of the year uh for for many reasons and yeah i've been yeah i mean the the creative process and all that i mean that's that is my life and it's yeah i mean it, it has it has you know tormented me in ways uh yeah it's it's a real it's uh, it's 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 tough and it's it's silly that it's it, that it's tough and it can do really you know strange things to your mind like i i'm learning like yeah i mean it used to be a lot easier you know when you're younger and even up in, into my 20s like i i kind of went through some different stages of of uh creativity and songwriting and and until i got to a place i guess in the last few years was like all right you know whatever i'm in, in my 30s i gotta make something happen you know and then you're thinking about tailoring a show to people and what are you you know what's the type of music you want to play you don't want to play these songs i want to write more songs like this and then it's like trying to write songs in a certain style or vibe and that's when it all gets uh gets harder you know i don't even like uh, yeah yeah i think i think it's it's very difficult when as as you get more into uh taking music seriously you can kind of define yourself a certain way and that almost takes away from from the ease of writing because it's like well now i'm a musician or now i'm a songwriter so other people will see me like this so i have to write up to a certain level and when you kind of put those pressures on yourself it makes makes the writing more difficult i i feel oh yeah 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 and it's yeah it's uh it can be a real i mean you can see why uh you can see why people have second album syndrome for sure jesus you know i've had it myself and <laughs> you know nobody's nobody's waiting for a second album or i mean i haven't even recorded an album actually but uh you can see how people get really tripped up by writing and second guessing themselves and feel writing what they think people want or they don't really know what they want or but i've you know I've, yeah i've gone through a lot actually this year it's, it's been great i think i've learned uh, learned a lot how have you how have you found you overcame that are you writing from a place that you're kind of happy with in yourself now or do you still find you're struggling with trying to produce things oh it's i mean th like that's such a such a long story for me i guess uh and let's see how do i feel about it now so for a couple of years i was i was trying to write upbeat music because uh i'm really into west african music and i love playing west african music and my own band is like west african african influenced but like i I kind of felt that all the tempos were very slow and they are and it's like it's it's a funny thing it's like in all my other bands i like i'm the bass player and you know if they're funk bands rock bands and i just rock out and have fun and for some reason all the songs in my own band were kind of slow tempos so i was then trying to write fast tempo songs more african and kind of failing for last year anyway you know and then this year i kind of was you know I, I moved to spain i was like yeah whatever you know whatever about what should or shouldn't be and then i kind of had another real burst of uh creativity during the summer and uh 
I, I decided to write some music for like world music and stuff for TV and film and stuff like that. And I went in that down that route, and then I realized I generated more music in the kind of the you know in the way that I I would, had wanted to try and write it. And then I went at that for for about a month and a half, like just creating more than I had and not thinking about it. You know, it was great, but then. It was funny. Then I showed the music to maybe some of the guys in my band or my drummer, and he was like, "Nah, man, this isn't good." You know, basically. <laughs> uh, yeah. So he, you know, because he was like, "Ah, oh, you know, they're not." Even though the grooves were cool, and I was like, "Yeah, well, you know, it's like the great grooves, and like this going to work really cool live." And I was writing songs over them. I thought the songs were cool, and uh, he disagreed, and it was kind of like, "Right, okay, you kind of have to." remember what's important about the songs you know well it's not just the music it's all about the the vocal and the melody and you know he's like these songs are cool and the grooves are cool but they're you know they don't hit me like let's say some of your other songs do like instantly you know so then like like and i was really deep into that and that was actually like it's so stupid like it was a real kind of shock to the system because it kind of crumbles your whole vision for the future like, and you're like, God, I thought this was going good. I thought these songs were good. Like, I was working <laughs> towards a show at the end of the year, and I thought I had, like, six new songs that were going to be really kick-ass. And then I then I realized that I already had, like, six really cool songs that I'd written maybe at the end of last year. And, and they're not that they're very upbeat. Some of them are kind of upbeat, but, like, I kind of realized, you know, okay, you know, these are these songs are good, you know, they are good. These are cool songs. They're songs that came out naturally, you know. They all came out, they all came out like totally naturally, you know, just like, and mostly from the guitar. Like I play a lot of, like I'm a bass player, but I play a, like a, a lot of guitar. And I kind of figured out that, you know, I should really like, you know, lead with the guitar because that seems to be where all my good stuff comes out, you know. Yeah, and so you're t you're kind of thinking more, more kind of rhythm section when writing on the bass yeah yeah i'd like i'd have bass lines and i'd like just put them into logic and get drums going over them and like just like you know create a, a like a track pretty quickly and get very excited about that and it's generating lots and lots of music and the music is cool like it is it is still cool but it's i have always had a problem to try and write vocals over just like grooves or, or music that's already there like yeah I, I, like i was working on that for years and if it kind of seems that if I have the guitar and if it starts from the guitar, the song just sort of naturally comes out that way. You know, it's like, even if I'm playing guitar over a groove. Is is uh, that because you can kind of, when you write on guitar, you don't necessarily kind of identify yourself as a guitar player. So it's like the guitar doesn't get in the way of your writing process. Whereas no the bass might be like, you know. No idea. I have no. Abs absolutely no idea. And I think uh, like... Yeah, it's it's it. I, I I don't know why that is. I mean, it's probably, I don't know. I don't even really want to think about it too much. So I've one of the big lessons I learned from like this summer was to just keep writing songs. You know, maybe don't focus. You know, keep you know play the guitar a lot more. Not that I don't play it a lot, but and don't don't get too excited about any song initially because i was really excited about these songs I was like oh, i just wrote this song you know this is cool so just write the songs and then like you know maybe in a year 
or down the road, you'd be like, okay, yeah, this one's good. This is great. Because I came back to all these other songs. It's like, it's such a, a minefield. You know, I was like, oh, you know, you're, you're looking at these other ones and you're like, oh, I'm not mad about them, you know? Yeah. This is, this is what I hate about being uh, like a composer or whatever, because you don't know. It's like, you think these aren't good and then you come back to them. You're like, actually, I love these songs. They're great. You know, like how how do, how do you um how do you tell if if they're good or not? Are you are like are you very confident in your own kind of opinion about things, or do you like to bounce it off other people more, or do you like to play it for an audience and say, well, the audience will decide if they react to it. Then I know it's it's a keeper. No God, or, no. God no. no. I've I've only ever done that once. I think. I mean, I usually bounce it off people. I have some people, you know, um, that I bounce it off. You know, some some good friends like. Um, my housemate for the last few years um, he's you know he, lo- he, he you know he's a great friend a uh, great musician uh, he loves he loves my band he's a big fan so I bounce it off him and he'd be like yeah that's great you know uh, or he'd be like yeah you know not so good or and my drummer is you know he's a big you know he was a big kind of fan of my music before we started playing drums so that's a good sign you know he, he you know he listens to it as you know in a way of definitely as a fan he's like yeah that song's good that song's great man you know or in the case of some some of the songs he was just like you know not really as nice as possible but he's like nah man i think i think this new thing you're working on isn't working you know yeah I like, and oh, are, are you okay at taking criticism or no, do you find no, that difficult really. <laughs> i'm i'm not I'm not very good at that i don't think uh my, you know, I'm as I, you know, it's fine. It's only, it's only you and the other person, and you, you just kind of, you know, maybe say something stupid. In reaction yeah, to yeah. It, it, well, it can be harder if it's somebody if somebody you trust is, you know, hey man, that's not that's not very good. It's like you're like I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> yeah, and it can be it can be very hard to tell whether what what you're doing is is of value or or whether it's kind of the a stepping stone song to something else mm. do you know what you're you're getting through you're that you're like mine you're mining so you're yeah yeah that's why i think it's good now i just i've I've, I've to wait you know like i was like trying to write these songs for a gig at the end of the year you know people do that people write music you know to like i you know i wrote music to in a couple of weeks to give to a guy for like you know to, he wanted some music for like to put into ads or TV or whatever and like you know I went at that and I got that done and that was grand but they weren't songs you know it's music songs are like man they're an enigma you know where, where do they come from where do the good ones come from I mean I, I you know it's it's a cliche but even like the all the best all the like our favorite artists they, they don't have an answer to that you know you listen to Paul Simon or anyone so, or so you think Dylan, there's you know? like a big a big difference then between a kind of a songwriting has like more of an emotional weight in a way than composing music for for something else would you i think so i i I think so i mean for me anyway for people who love songs people who write songs i mean if you're a composer and you're writing film music i mean like i you know i'm sure composers would have you know they would maybe probably disagree but I, I yeah I think it's different because songs you know songs make the world go round you know uh, film music and compositions and classical music I mean a lot of it kind of sounds similar you know and even like 
like you, you can see direct similarities and they get the job done and it works with the movie or it creates it's, the it's emotion, the, you know. It's designed to bring out a specific emotion and surely a song is kind of the same, no? I don't think so. I don't think it's by design, you know. Some songs some songs can be by design, but do the by design ones work all that time? I mean, if you get the idea for it, I mean, that idea is kind of gold us really. If you get an idea and then that translates into a good song or I mean, the, you know, it's like I think probably the best songs just kind of come out of people quickly or even if if people are, you know, talented enough to be able to write the lyrics first and, you know, they get those things down. You, you listen to all like interviews of Bob Dylan and all these guys and they're like, you know, I don't know where that song came from. I don't remember writing that or, you know, and like, you know, even Paul Simon says regularly, you know, it's like, you know, the mystery of where the song comes from. I still don't, I still don't know, you know, and I don't want to know. And I respect, I respect that, you know, the, the gift that when that song comes, you know, you don't know when it's going to come. You can sit there writing songs every day for a year and you might not write any more good songs than you did the previous year, not going at it, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah, I I think I like because I don't know why, why that answer is, but uh, you, you, you kind of like to keep the mystery in it, though, you know? Yeah, well, like, I mean, I've tried to write. I've like, I've really, you know, I've gone at it trying to write music and even like not just this summer or whatever and I've ne I haven't really gotten results you know I think the mystery is a good thing yeah it's like we all like a bit of mysteries about you know our favorite songs and where did they come from and you know you know our, our artists and all that kind of thing and, uh, and there is there is some mystery to where where a, a great how a great song comes out I don't know I mean the songs that like I've written that are like really like good songs that people really like 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 you know, they just they just kind of came out, you know. I like I remember, I remember the periods writing them or when when I wrote them, and it's like a lot of them were like with no guitar, or the lyrics came all at once, and like and it like never happens. And like you're going at it for like you, like they're they're so rare. And like let's say you're I'm writing music every day on the guitar, and every now and then something comes out. It's a combination of who knows what what you were reading or what you were thinking or. Uh, yeah. just, you know, your, like, you know, your fingers on a open tune guitar brings out some certain voicing and like that just happens to inspire something. And then all of a sudden you have something that's good that it's like, oh yeah, that's, you know, that, that people really like, and you really like, you know, like a little, so it's just kind of alchemy, right? There's no, uh, I think so. No, no logic to it. No, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think there's any logic and like, I guess people write pop songs with logic in mind, you know. And I'm really, I like, I love, I love, I love pop music, and I love, uh, I love a lot of modern pop music. Uh, and I've, I've written some pop songs, and I'm like kind of, you know, into, into the people who write them, and like, and they must, I mean, they churn them out, you know. And there must be some sort of formula to that in a way, but. Like and you know it's quite successful. I mean, I, it's like it's amazing how they come up with some of those tunes and 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 you know turn them from a song into amazing production, like a like a you know a good pop song. But then again, I mean, like they all kind of sound the same. A lot of them sound the same in ways. Yeah. But they're not going to be the songs that you know are remembered. 
they're all, you know they do they do a good job to make you happy and uplift you and stuff and they have catchy bridges and this and it's like yeah that's great fun but you know they're not emotive so yeah. when when it comes to kind of your process um i know it's kind of a uh not a great word <laughs> to use no, but it's, like it's, it's, it's a good word in general um do you know do you, do you write every day do you kind of have a set uh a set routine are you good with routines like that or do you, are you more kind of ad hoc off the cuff more of an improviser um well i mean i guess in the past there was no routine this is this uh you know i'm talking about getting older and kind of thinking about trying to write music in the past there was no routine there was never a routine and like i uh, that that was a, that was a great thing you know it was like the fearlessness was there up to not too long ago like when i was younger uh, in my teens i just played the bass all the time and came up with riffs and played the guitar all the time and came up with riffs like you know that's just what you did and you came up with a million riffs and some of them were some of them were cool and then we went and played them with the band and I only started singing when I was 21. Uh, I, I, I only like I I I just kind of sang some harmonies uh, for a couple of years, like when I was like 19, 20, and then I, I had a big musical epiphany when I was 21. I was it was it was very real because like I never considered myself a singer. I never even listened to lyrics, and just like in one night, it all changed. It was it was crazy, and. Uh, for some like someone at that age who was like wanting to really you know i was still like hanging i was still like fully in the rock and roll dream i still am a bit and uh and uh, i was in a band and our singer wasn't writing songs writing songs over over all these music we had and uh, the band was really good and then like uh in one night i just kind of like realized i could sing it was it was it was i was i was in i was in the caribbean and i was just like I just for the laugh I just started singing and I just have some fun and then I recorded it and then it was like I listened back to it and it was like a light bulb moment it was like oh my god I can sing and I'd already written a couple of songs there and so that kind of changed up your perspective on yeah. being creative then everything yeah completely it was like it was it was night and day it was like it was a new it's completely new you know like before that I just wrote I just wrote bass lines and played the guitar and came up with like you know full songs of music, but uh, I hadn't come up with any any lyrics. I didn't even listen to lyrics, and then it was just like a light switch went off my head. And yeah, uh, do you find lyrics difficult now? Um, I find them more difficult now, much more difficult now than I did then. You know, like uh. I when that happened I kind of I started writing some rock songs and stuff and like everything was coming so easily it was it was amazing you know just whether they were good or not some of them like some of them were good you know and they just came and just like fast and you write the whole song and like you know man I was just writing lyrics over all these songs that you know we had sitting around and then I started getting into more folky stuff so and and I, I was like very much kind of a singer-songwriter from when i was like 22 i mean i maybe even when i was 25 I, I i was like starting to get good and playing gigs and but it was like i was playing acoustic guitar my band was like totally acoustic um fiddle and 
second guitar, double bass, and and it was like country stuff and folk stuff, and you know, and like s- stories, like stories, songs, like classic songwriting, and some of those songs came very very easily, and I was writing lots of songs, and even the shit ones, uh, I was writing the lyrics. I was like, I'd be writing the lyrics to the whole song, you know, and yeah, but these days, uh, that does that that like almost never happens. Yeah, there um, seems to be a disconnect now where it's like with the music you can kind of you can keep the you can keep it kind of somewhat ambiguous as to what you mean whereas with lyrics I th- I think people who write lyrics tend to be you know the lyrics will explain something personal more often than not and it can be quite a struggle to uh to get over that you know it's like yeah I'll show you my song it's great and the melody goes like this but the lyrics you, yeah I know that's kind of opening an extra door if you if you know what I mean sure sure yeah 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 for sure um I mean I don't mind I don't mind that at all it's just trying to get find the actual words you know find again the words, it's like yeah. <laughs> I, just like a story to come to mind. I mean, it happens every now and then now. And like, you know, I, I kind of, I used to never think about it. I try and finish a song. And now like, um, I mean, I guess the context for like, I was like doing singer songwriter stuff till I was maybe, you know, 30, 33 now. And I was always trying to have a rock band. Like I was like where I was playing bass. Um, and like, I was, uh, there was band constantly going alongside my, my folk singing and stuff. And, and uh but it just never worked i could never i could never write any decent songs and i was writing some good songs so i knew what good songs were and just and uh and then it all kind of merged eventually in, into my band which is called haiku and we have it's like west african influence which came from another place which is a big thing i love and so now it's more about the grooves of the songs like the the good ones still come from guitar you know and they they have and but the lyrics are much more uh, ambiguous for for whatever reason you know it's like it's i guess they're not as important you write the song and it's like you still know i still know if it's a cool song yeah uh, or people think it's cool you know it's like yeah that's good but like a lot of the time now the lyrics aren't they don't come you know so then eventually i have to finish the lyrics before we play the songs live you know and like i literally have to just like finish them i have to sit down and pull them out of my arse you know and yeah um and you you know the stories it's it's usually not the way you know like a, a like a, a good story or like a, a emotional story it's more more mysterious even to me some of them some of them come sure some of them come and have good meaning but it's it's harder you know and that's probably because of the probably because of the musical context of them you know they mostly be just like over one groove you know even on yeah, the guitar yeah, so yeah. it's i think w- w- if there's more chord changes maybe you know you can slip into classic kind of stories and songwriting because i'm just so used to that i mm. you know so, so I, I do you know. do you need to um do you need to work to get into a headspace to write them or like is kind of we have to play this song in two weeks or we have to record it so i need to finish the lyrics to, like it just having a deadline yeah help or is it oh yeah no that's it's just yeah it's it's like yeah that's it's the deadline like it's uh like the songs are sitting there like i like i i feel no need 
I can I could be playing the songs for a year, uh, just like playing them and you know coming back to them and uh, have I seem to have no need to want to finish them, or like you know getting or like waiting for inspiration. The, the odd time like I have gotten inspiration and it's like okay and then you write the song it comes in like two seconds you know the melody's all there some fragments of words are there but uh yeah it's the deadline it's like okay we're going to play this song or we're going to record it we're going to do a live video of it so i have to finish the lyrics you know i just have to write the lyrics and i just have to like just like just sit down and write them just like you know is, okay, is that the only thing that gets things finished how do you know when things are done because if you're like, if you're like me or uh, pretty much anyone I've spoken to, you have like a hard drive full of <laughs> full of half songs, and I must get around to finishing that. And I started this groove, and it's kind of a little bit of something. And like, how do you how do you get your work done finished? Um, uh, well, actually, it's it's. I mean, it's uh, apart from the lyrics, it's 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 pretty easy. It's pretty easy as in with time, you know with perspective and they're usually playing them on the guitar you know so i can play them and sing them on the guitar and if i can play them and sing them on the guitar and i like that song then it's kind of it's finished in my eyes and i i usually like once the inception of the maybe the first idea of the groove comes along i mean i i, I tap away at lots of different ones over time and then it naturally i naturally finish it or i could come up with it the music to it pretty quickly and so the mu- so the bones of it get finished pretty quickly, and I know if that's I play it. If I can play it, and it's good, then it's 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 finished. You know, it's finished. Uh, yeah. Ap- usually, apart apart from the lyrics, so it's it's uh, it's still easy in that context. I don't have like lots of unfinished riffs here or there. I do go back through my uh, you know my voice memos very regularly, and sometimes I find little a little chunk of something like that could be very old and I could turn it into a song, you know, like that happens. And I, and I cherish those kind of things, you know, to take an idea, but it's usually, I usually flesh out the idea pretty quickly into something that's pretty fully formed and the melody comes pretty fully formed. And I just work away at it and, you know, it wouldn't take, wouldn't take that long. I mean, it could take a week or something, but it, yeah, they get finished. It's not, it's not really a big, a big problem. No, no, uh, only when I was trying to finish the stuff I was working on over the summer that was kind of more putting it together from grooves and bass lines and uh, trying to finish those songs was more difficult uh, for sure. Like I did, I tried to finish them because I was trying to demo them for my band to, to kind of put a gig together of, of this new stuff and yeah, uh, yeah. trying to come up with melodies over the music. I mean, like that's this is like... This is w- why it's probably unnatural, you know. So, like, if I had to do that all the time, if that was my only process, I think then it would be much, much more difficult to see what was finished and what wasn't, you know. Yeah. More do you forced. write? Do you write every day? Are you prolific? Uh I mean, yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, if I have a guitar, I'll I'll come up with something for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, constantly coming up with riffs. Like, and I mean, that was always the way I did it, and. Then sometimes the song would come. So you're just you're just playing every day, coming up with new things, trying new tunings. Um, but yeah, I'd say I'm pr- I'm saying pretty prolific, and I think you need to be prolific to yeah. come up with something good. Like like it takes um, like so many, so many uh, you know shots to come up with something good. You know, I mean it's like endless noodling around, 
and then something comes out it's like oh yeah and you know it's just when 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 the riff matches up with the singing like you know you have a riff and you sing it it's like i just have a riff it starts with the guitar usually and i just you know improvise something over it and mm -hmm. it's kind of like whether it's in the right range for your voice or just the alchemy of what happens it's like oh that's cool and you enjoy it and it's like you know and then you come back to it and you're like well, it feels good to sing it it feels good to listen to it you know when you're walking around listen to the idea on on the iphone and you're that's the best part you know you're getting you're just like getting a vision for what the song will sound like and you're like yeah this is good and then you come back to it maybe a couple of weeks later it's like hey, this this is good you know and but but uh yeah constant 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 noodling yeah. Do you, ha do you sure. have anything that helps you get into the headspace of being creative? Do you know? Do you get up and go for a walk or? Do you know? No, no. Just get no. stuck in coffee. Lots ah, of coffee. Just <laughs> pick up the guitar, man. Just pick up the guitar. That's all. Pick up the guitar, yeah. or or just like, just go to Logic and just like, take a bass line or that I had, or just just come up with something. Just just go at it, you know. Just like it's like a just like a toy just just go at it put it together and see what happens you know um so no no nothing nothing like that i mean some things help you know uh i mean exercise can help i've come up with some good stuff in the pool uh, yeah when i'm swimming you know some songs that stuck come up with some good lyrics in the pool over songs um sometimes you know so i, I mean exercise gets you feeling good so i mean it's you're feeling good, you're feeling creative, things things can come, you know. Uh, I've written a lot of lyrics when I'm walking. Like, you know, you get the idea and you you just, or you're on the bus or something. Traveling is good, I think, for lyrics. Sitting on a train or sitting on a bus. Is that why sit. there's so many songs about traveling? <laughs> I'd say so. I'd say, yeah. I'd say, yeah, definitely driving, you know. Like, um, Bob Dylan says that and Peter Gabriel says that, that, uh, Bob Dylan said that like sitting on a train is like the best thing for like writing lyrics. He he loves it and he thinks it's because like you know you see the you know the countryside flashing, it's 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 flashing at you and stimulating your stimulating your mind, and it might even be something to do with like when you're a caveman's or, or cavemen are like running away from a fierce animal or something, and you're like in this kind of fight or flight mode, and you're like you see everything passing quickly and it really gets you get your mind going you know it gets yeah. some true stuff bubbling up yeah yeah and peter gabriel who uh i mean he's one of my uh, you know probably my favorite singer uh songwriter and, and he says that when he's when he's stuck creatively he get, he just goes and gets on the train gets on the train and yeah. gets the train somewhere he's a very famous procrastinator with lyrics like it's hard to believe uh, but like yeah he's like he I don't know. Have you heard this story about when he was recording "So," the album? Nope. Do you know? You know, so like, um, like it's 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 actually it's baffling to think, but like, yeah, he's he's like terrible. Daniel Lamois, the producer, they were trying to finish the album, and like he just wasn't writing the lyrics. Like they spent I don't know a million years on that, and he went somehow and locked him, locked Peter Gabriel into a barn, like locked him into a big barn. And said, uh, and like uh, forcefully against his will somehow, and said, "Don't, I'm not letting you out until you write lyrics to this song." And uh, uh, Peter Gabriel managed to take the door off the hinges, and he said, "I was very proud about that." I managed to take the door off the hinges, and uh, but that that's like that's what it came down to. 
that's what it was coming to with the, with that yeah. album, like you know, right. like yeah. So uh, it's crazy when you think about that. Yeah. I told you lyrics were a struggle, man. Yeah, <laughs> man, they are. They are. They are a struggle, you know. Yeah, that's. I. I think. Yeah, they are a real struggle. Like if if, like, you know, if if, if some some like of our favorite like genius songwriters say that you know the songs you know are so precious when you get that idea and it come you don't know when it's going to come like if you know they've written some of the best lyrics the world has ever heard you know and they cherish like the the fact of the mystery that you might get this song you know and you're always working on stuff and then you get it i mean they are hard they're very tough i mean it's it's poetry but it's i mean for a lot of the part it's poetry that fits into a melody you already have or mm. just you know aligns up with music so it's it's there's like and it has to be simple enough for people to grasp and melodic and rhythmic and yeah man it's like yeah it's it's a real mystery man yeah, yeah. so let's just change things up a little bit um and uh can you tell us what you think about what are the best things about living as an artist in 2019 so is it some is it a career you could recommend or what are the challenges? Uh, what who, do you enjoy? Who, to recommend. So are we talking to uh to younger people? Uh like if we're to recommend or to recommend to anybody? To recommend yeah. to anybody. If like if you're in a job and you don't really like your job because you feel you want to be creative and live a more creative life. Do you know? If you want to be a musician or if you want to write a play or whatever it is, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Um Yeah, I I mean I don't have a very positive spin. Not it's not that it's not positive. Like so I mean I I'm a, you know, I'm a I'm a musician first and foremost, I guess as as a as my profession. Um so I mean I'm very lucky in that sense in one way people would think you're lucky and you are lucky. Financially you're not very lucky and it's very it it can be very difficult, but yeah, if someone wants to be an artist and like quit their job I would say, like, I would say, like, definitely don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, really, you know, like, uh, it depends what you want to get out of uh, being being an artist. I mean, other people might, I mean, you need, to, you need to make money to live. You can always be creative. I mean, if you have to, if you're working a crippling job and you have no time and you've got a family or something, you know, and you like, you literally have no time, then you, then you have to, you have to make a change. I mean, if you've if you've got some like serious, good feedback and prospect, like you're 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 making stuff, or I mean, whether you're a writer or a musician, and people are like, you know, you should do this full time, you know, like you're like really really good, then. But as a, as a career, honestly, I would say no. I I don't think it's a very I don't think it's a very uh, healthy career for for a lot of people I, I think it brings a lot of anxiety and struggle i think i think it brings a lot of struggle because you have the financial thing you have the you have this expectation to make stuff great and be successful like whatever successful is to 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 you know to achieve this dream that you always had maybe or even if you like i've come over to spain to just to have a big change of scenery to and to reassess whether I really you know what am I really doing with my life you know 
So like, you know, it's like, do I still, and I've, I actually, I, I, I like sat down, sat down like earlier this year and, and I, I actually like thought about quitting. I was like, for the first time, it's like, could I quit making my own music? Is this a stupid dream that I've had all my life? And I should just, you know, it's not that I don't make good music and, uh, and people don't think it's cool. It's just like, do I really, do I really want to do this? You know, put all my energy into this and into my future. So I did sit down and, and like, you know, think about, like, I was like, could I quit? I mean, it was, it was pretty simple. Like, uh, quickly, I was like, no, I can't. If I to stop making my own music, I might as well just jump off a bridge. And uh, because, like, I just can't, you know, I have to do it. I have yeah. to do it. And it's like... Uh, do you think there's an element of, you know, there's a kind of a cultural devaluation of art in general it's that like well artists just do their thing and you know we shouldn't really pay for it in the same way we pay for other things because what it what it gives you back doesn't it doesn't answer a specific question it might help you like you know some existential crisis or it might you know help soundtrack your life and help you understand the world in general which which are all kind of very lofty goals but hard to kind of quantify in terms of what is this worth? And do yeah. you think, do you know, do you think, do you think it could be appreciated a little bit more? Or artists in general could be, or uh, is that uh, just like, you know, you just want to sit around all day and play guitar? <laughs> I think so. I think I. I mean, I think uh, I'm. I'm not very educated on, I guess, this this subject. But I mean, from what I've gathered, um, it it could be appreciated a lot more. And maybe in the past, I mean, you even think about like, you know, patrons of the arts. This used to be a thing, you know, people used to really value art and, you know, so much that people would like, you know, help artists out to create their work and fund them. And and you have a lot of people in the in the jazz world. I mean, I, I know a lot of guys uh, in in, the, in the, like the, the jazz scene in Ireland. I mean, I, I, I guess I'm, I was a little part of that myself, went to college. Uh, with some of those people and you know they, they rely heavily on funding because they make music that is not conventionally popular so there's funding to fund music that people wouldn't you know normally you know they, they don't you know it's not popular music so it needs some funding to make it happen to create the kind of stuff that's not just pop music or pop and rock but yeah I think I mean I think art is 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 un, is definitely undervalued, and like in Dublin, for instance, like with like rents getting so high, and like artists are like literally not able to live, not able to fund themselves, and like people, you know, it's it'd be easy to just be like, what is the, you know, this, am I wasting my time here? You know, is is it all, is it really that important? What I do, you know, it's like. And it is people. I mean, people love art and they really value it. They do like themselves, you know. And people like it's one of the most important things for for human beings to to enjoy. But it's it's very it's very tough to, if if you call yourself like an artist, like you know. I mean, if people are artists, I mean, what do you think when you think of an artist? I mean, people think artists are poor. They're, it's almost a dirty word. Yeah. It's almost a dirty word. They're sitting around making their art. What's the point? You know, I mean, they're not all amazing. You know, like it's like and and that translates back to then like like 
you know, it's like, am I an artist? What is an artist? You know, I mean, so yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And then people like, but people need it, you know, people need art, you know, for sure. I mean, like, you know, everyone, everyone needs it. But then like, like there, you know, there is, I mean, the government helps artists in ways for sure, but that seems to be kind of. Well, it, it shouldn't be a thing that it's like subsidized by the government to keep it alive. I mean, it should be should be a cultural thing that's valued in the same way that other things are valued. You know, like you go and you pay your money for a cup of coffee because, you know, it's a nice drink and all, but you won't go and pay to go to a gig mm. or you won't, uh, you know, buy buy music anymore. It's seen as this thing that's like, that's not, that doesn't really any hold a value money-wise for me. Like, I mean, you can just create your stuff and, and uh, you know, it. It seems like when you're talking about it, it's kind of, oh, well, the poor me artist, you know, why Yeah. yeah why yeah. should you be entitled to a career? But in a, on the flip of that, it's why shouldn't you be entitled to a career? Yeah. If it's what you're good at. I mean, you know, if you're a good plumber, you should be entitled to be able to go out and be a good plumber. <laughs> yeah. If, yeah. If you're a good artist, you should be in, you should be able to go out and be a good artist. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, it, I mean, it makes total sense, but I guess it's just, yeah, it's it's a it's a real strange one, isn't it? I I really don't know. I mean, I guess I'm an artist. I mean, I I think of myself as I'm a musician. I mean, you know, you know, you write lots of music. That's composing. I don't like to call it composing. It sounds a bit airy, you know, a bit too, you know. Oh, I, I was composing today, you know. I just like yeah, I wrote a tune. Or I wrote wrote a thing. You know, I mean, I would love to do my own music full time, but it's like it's it's hard, man. It costs so much money. Like, I mean, like for me, like like that's like a big thing. You know, like the older mm. you get, like I've I've got a like a really you know I'm really look I've got a a really cool band which people like people people like my band you know in, in Ireland and I've got like amazing musicians playing with me and. Like there's a lot of potential there, you know. Like there is potential, but like financially, it's just like how how do you make it work? Like I've got to uh, for every gig, I got to pay my I got to pay my band, you know. So I've got to you know of course, what, yeah. I've got I've got to pay my band for like pay for all the recordings, um, you know, pay the band, pay for the recordings, like and then to get gigs, like to book a tour or like you got to you have all that financial stuff there before you can do anything you know and you have to cover all of that like i've spent an absolute fortune over the last couple of years with my band just playing gigs man trying to get out there you know mm. like support playing cool supports and all this but like every time it's it's like it's costing me a big chunk of money and after a while you're like oh, i can't do this anymore like it's just like like as in like the financial thing is like you gotta make a way for it to pay for itself you know and so Makes it's sense, uh yeah so yeah, it's 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 uh, it's, it's so difficult. your advice would be uh, get a day job that allows you enough time to be creative, as well. Yeah, yeah, that's kind, of, that's kind of the overarching advice, really. I I I think I mean, th I I'm literally trying to make that happen myself in a way, but with music, you know, um, trying to set up some sort of a, a day job through writing writing music for. Maybe, you know, for, for 
TV or film or that that'd be great if I could do that and generate some money from that because being a musician being a musician is for me is it's like you have the options this is why I moved to Spain because it was like okay I'm getting to a point where I need to start making money you know it's just like I need to start making more money I need to be able to you know do normal normal things in the future who knows might get a family so I need to play more gigs to make more money but if my only options in in Ireland are like weddings you know it's like okay so my only option unless I get some cool tour is to like be in a wedding band which is something I'd never done I just like you know just playing loads of bands and like getting by and getting some cool gigs and then the gigs go and the band is taking a break um you know you're playing lots of blues gigs and then you're not so it's like either i go play loads of weddings or i just i and if i play loads of weddings i won't have any time to do i won't be able to play my own music because i'll be committed to a band and so it's kind of a catch-22 it's like Mm -hmm. if you do that then you just won't be available to play your own gigs which is what you want to do so and it's like I don't want to do that anyway. It's like I don't want to play in, in bands around Ireland. Like I've been doing that for a, a long time. It's like okay, I, I, I'm really still holding on to this rock and roll dream, you know. So I decided to to move. But to it, move you know, it, even you say the rock and roll dream, it sounds like you know I want my plush mansion in the hills with like two <laughs> pools and stuff. And it's 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 really not like I mean the dream for for most musicians, like I would say. 80% of musicians there's obviously that 20% that just want like fame and fortune and stuff but for a vast majority of musicians they just want a sustainable career that they can more or less make the art that they want to make and they feel they're best at making and I think that's that's the kind of difference it's like people go well you're living this crazy dream where it's like you're just waiting for your the limo to come and the a and r guy to get out <laughs> you know it's like here's yeah, your contract yeah. yeah but it's it's not really like that it's like i want to kind of book a few tours every year sell a few albums make the music i want to make and you know that's and have a sustainable career i mean that's uh that from, really from is the is the dream yeah. you know from from do, i mean from doing your own music i mean and like uh I mean, that would be the dream, of course. And I don't like, and that, I mean, and that's not even, I mean, that's not even the necessity, you know, to make all your income from doing your own music because there's, I mean, there's lots of great bands out there that that that, that have, like, guys have day jobs, you know, maybe in, like, the, the metal scene and stuff, you know, and the, like, these are, like, bands are worshipped around the world and they, they go play their tours in the summer and then they, like, teach in the secondary school during the year, you know, mm-hmm. and... And like, for me, that's like, that's, that's even cooler. You know, you, you think, wow, he's like, it's like, that's crazy. Like, you know, everyone loves that band. And like, they, like, they're like really famous. And these guys have, you know, these guys have day jobs, but I mean, they're still producing loads of albums, playing loads of tours and they're doing, you know, they're doing it. It's just to do it, you know, yeah, just to be yeah, do, yeah. doing that, making the stuff, playing some tours yeah, you know, making some money off it so that you're you're not losing money with your own your own music. You you're making money like because it costs money to, f- to for tours for everything. You know what I mean? That all costs a lot of money. So to make that back and not lose money. I mean, yeah, it's 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 not like yeah the 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 old rock and roll dream by by any sense. Yeah, yeah. So just to wrap it up, um, lastly, 
Could you recommend any resources that you found useful or essential? So any books, movies, anything that touches a oh, lot, yeah. inspired you? What yes. do you got? <laughs> oh, I've, 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 got, I've got one. Re- the first one is uh, The Artist's Way. Have you heard of this book? Oh yeah, this is this is very common. Yeah. I think I think four of four of the guests so far have, have spoken about it. I've yeah, I've read it. It's a phenomenal book. Yeah, that that is number number one for me because that actually completely changed my when I was trying to go from like singer songwriter to like playing with a band and playing bass and being able to rock out and still have some good songs. Uh, yeah, that 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 is the main one. I I'd say that is like, uh, it's an amazing tool, and it's very it's a very simple kind of concept when you get down to it. But uh, that really works, and that was recommended to me uh, by Declan O'Rourke. I was playing with him, um, and like yeah, like I was I was really lucky. I got to play with him. He was like he, he was my biggest fan. He told me that um, he had writer's block for two years, like and like he literally didn't write a song for two years. And he did this and he wrote like his third album, which is like amazing, you know, and like, yeah. he was like, you need to do this, you know, and uh, he kept telling me you need to do this. And then I did it eventually, you know, and it, it was real like it was it was a complete creative changer. So anyone should do that, whether you're feeling good about your creativity or not, it'll open stuff in in different ways. So, yeah, the artist way, Judy Cameron, I think it is. That's 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 amazing. Yeah. Fantastic book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, anything else? Oh, I don't know. Anything else? Oh, I read I read a really cool book recently, Questlove's book, The Creative oh, yeah. Quest. Cool. Creative Quest, very, very cool. Very cool. He goes into creativity in lots of different ways and uh, very inspiring. And again, it, it, it was he's just talking about being an artist, this idea of being an artist. It's just nice to read about someone talking about being an artist as if it's 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 okay to be an artist you know that's that was nice it's like yeah, yeah. this is yeah. okay i should keep doing this you know this is this is cool you know it's this is what people this is what creative people do you know so that's a well, really, uh, that, really cool book that was a big motivator in why i started this podcast actually was to actually talk to people who are kind of in in a similar space um to myself and see what what difficulties they might be having with you know this word artist <laughs> yeah 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 for sure for sure yeah it's uh it's a it's a it's a tricky one i don't know why it's so tricky yeah i mean perhaps we will never know yeah it's 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 much worse now maybe with social media i think i think that's uh it's just you know it's just so there's so much fomo all the time people you know there's so much output and you're just like oh he's doing that people are doing that i need to be doing that i need to be doing this and what do i need to post or you know what should my image be online and all this you know adds all this other dimension to it as well you know yeah i think uh we we won't disappear down that rabbit hole no 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 we'll keep that for part two (laughs) yes yes uh but yeah i know um i can't think of anything else those those two books are, are really good and have really, really helped me. For cool. sure. Yeah. Well, Tommy Moore, it has been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you very, very much, much for coming power. on the show. Ah, my pleasure. Thanks a million, man. This is cool. It's it, as in, it's like it's, it's great to just talk about these things, you know, and yeah, not man, just be in your own talk. head all the time. <laughs> Fine. Yeah. It's good to talk.